0: Thanksgiving is coming once again. Happens every year and provides a focused, intentional opportunity to, well, give thanks.
1: Many people have the tradition, and we do it at church when we are able to host Thanksgiving, like Judith mentioned earlier. They have the tradition before they eat of allowing each individual who is present to give voice to that which inspires gratitude in their lives. Columnist Gary Kamaya pointed out in a salon column some years ago, the fact that America has a holiday dev- dedicated to giving thanks is lovely and unexpected. Ours is not a particularly grateful culture. The deepest currents in American life run away from giving thanks. I think that is true. I also think that the importance of gratitude is becoming more and more apparent. Scientific studies point out the positive health benefits improving sleep Increasing immunity and decreasing the risk of disease. Therapists and recovery groups point out the benefits gratitude has in lightening depression, encouraging self care, and improving one's relationship to oneself and to others. Gratitude practice is encouraged in most every religious and ethical tradition as a way to gain perspective and respond to the world from our best selves. All of this has led to an understanding that gratitude is not simply something we feel sometimes, but something we need to nurture, to practice, to call
0: forth, and to remind ourselves of each day.
1: And yet, it's difficult, isn't it? There are times as people speak what they are thankful for and my turn grows ever closer (laughs) that I am simply trying to think of something novel to say. Or do I just say ditto to expressions of thanks for family and friends and sunsets and flowers and community and rain and good health? It's horrible to say, but sometimes it all just seems so obvious that we are grateful for those things or that we should be. And it is harder to know how I actually unlock or access that gratitude within myself. There is an unfortunate tendency within this culture of the United States, and maybe it is a human tendency that is simply indulged most enthusiastically in this culture of noticing those things for which we are grateful only in their absence. At that point, it becomes a complaint about what I no longer have rather than the expression of thanks I could have expressed when I had it. Let me give you an example. The instructor of a Zen meditation class I was taking in Minnesota, and this was in the middle of winter, once began a a class talking about how grateful she was for her automatic garage door opener. It struck me this morning what a miracle it is, it makes my life so much easier, especially In these winter months, I'm really thankful for that invention and for the fact
0: that I am able to own it. And I heard
1: that and I was trying to imagine going into work the next day at the place where I worked. And expressing that same sentiment. I had no doubt that people would think me more than a little strange to express such enthusiasm over a garage door opener. And yet, if my garage door opener malfunctioned, it is my guess that no one would bat an eye if I complained about that for the same length of time. You see what I mean. It's considered a little weird to be exceedingly grateful for small things, but people, okay, I find it perfectly acceptable to whine about minor
0: frustrations all the time.
1: Another quick example, a house we lived at for a few years in Tucson shared a well with a few other houses. Approximately three times a year during the monsoon storms, the pump would go out and we would spend a day or two or three at the outside without running water. It struck me during that time as I was heating water up on the stove that it was a really nice thing to have hot and cold running water for most of the year. But while it was completely acceptable for me to bemoan the broken pump in casual conversation, It would have been a little strange for me during the 99.8% of the year when the pump was working for me to say, I am so glad we have running water.
0: And now, think of this. Think of all the things which you have missed during this pandemic. Those
1: things you long to do, those people you wish to be with, as in having physical proximity to those places you wish to go, those activities you wish to resume. And now tell me, or for the present moment, tell yourself or whoever you are in the room with, and be honest, were you actively, regularly, intentionally grateful for those things in the pre-pandemic world? Really? And this is not to shake my finger at your ingratitude. Believe me, I am guilty. It is just to say, in the words of the old Joni Mitchell song, don't it always seem to go that you don't know
0: what you got till it's gone?
1: I tend to notice things For which I should be grateful only in their absence. And then I not only mourn or gripe about their absence, but also sometimes feel a certain righteous indignation. Is it too much to ask, I might exclaim, to have a garage door opener that works in the winter? Is it too much to ask to have a pump that consistently without fail supplies me water throughout the year regardless of the season? Is it too much to ask that this pandemic be over now so that I can resume my life and activities in the manner of my choosing? Is it too much to ask?
0: Ah, now there's a question. Is it too much to ask?
1: I wonder sometimes... If engaging with the practice of please would strengthen my engagement
0: with the practice of thank you. Imagine not only listing those things for which I am grateful, but asking for them.
1: Asking puts me in the vulnerable position of articulating exactly what I want or expect or think I deserve, I can no longer simply take it for granted. Could I please have lights and entertainment and a connection to vast stores of information and communication at the flick of a switch or the pressing of a button at any time of the day or night without fail? Oh, and could I carry a device that holds these capabilities wherever I go, please? Could I have a vehicle that provides immediate transportation whenever I choose on roads that are already provided and also access to transportation that carries me most anywhere I want to go around the world in a matter of hours when traveling in my vehicle is just way too slow? Oh, and could I please pay only the smallest fraction of what this actually costs in terms of natural and human resources? And could I have food, please, in so many forms and varieties that sometimes I simply cannot decide what to eat? And in quantities that assures that I will never worry about going hungry, but which does require that I be concerned most often about eating too much. And please, could I have people in my life, family and friends whom I love and whom I can communicate with almost instantaneously at any time? And could I have multiple opportunities to tell them how much I love them, whether I take advantage of those opportunities or not? And could I have a body, please, with a multitude of systems that function beautifully and automatically such that I rarely am aware of their operation and tend to become greatly distressed by even small disruption or slight unease? And can I have multiple opportunities to care for and strengthen this amazing body whether I take advantage of those opportunities or not? Oh, and can I please have access to medical care when those systems break down in a way that requires professional intervention? Oh, and, and please, could I be surrounded by the beauty of this planet? Could I have opportunities to watch the sky change during sunsets and sunrises and to see a sky full of stars at night and to witness the wonders of a single flower or the expanse of a landscape or the rolling waves of an ocean could i have these opportunities each and every day please whether i take advantage of them or not whether i am aware of what is occurring around me or not, whether I am lost in my own thoughts or worries or frustrations or not. Oh, specifically, could I be supported in my pursuit of ministry by loved ones in my life? Could I learn from some of the best ministers and teachers in our tradition? Could I please be called to a congregation in one of the most beautiful places that exist on this planet. And could that congregation please be full of people leaning toward beloved community, justice seekers who want to deepen connections with one another and the wider community and with the world? A congregation that supports professional ministry and practices shared ministry and wants to create a ministry to help heal a world sorely in need Of healing? Is that too much to ask?
0: Well, it's a lot to ask. And that's just a
1: portion of my list. It's a lot. And some things, especially those pieces that involve the Earth's resources, seem like too much to ask. Indeed.
0: You have maybe heard the phrase, it is easier to ask for
1: forgiveness than for permission. This has sometimes been translated as, it is better. It is better to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Is it? I realize it is sometimes meant to be humorous, but it is less so when you see it as an example of humanity's relationship to the earth. Imagine how things might be different if we had first asked and then truly listened for an answer. Asking, practicing the please part of please and thank you puts us in the vulnerable position of sometimes hearing no.
0: Could I please have no? I know that simply imagining
1: asking for what I have, for what I already have, puts these things in a different perspective for me. In some cases, it leads to some deep reflection. Do I really want that? Do I think I deserve it? Is it truly too much to ask when I consider the ramifications? And which of these things for which I am asking are not available, sometimes not even conceivable, to others. And why is that?
0: And how do I respond to that reality? In other cases, it simply inspires that deep
1: gratitude for which I am searching to ask for those sunsets and stars and ocean waves and opportunities to let loved ones know how much I love them and for all the days I can breathe on this planet feeling well and healthy and the opportunity to serve as minister of this congregation. My goodness, yes.
0: It's a lot to ask.
1: And articulating the ask. Could I please have all this? And to know right now for this moment,
0: the answer is yes. Wow. Yes, I am grateful. In this season of thank you, I welcome also the practice of please. And remember,
1: even monsters know please and thank you. In this season of thank you, I welcome in myself also the practice of please. And now, close this sermon as I close nearly every email
0: in grateful community.